You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Dynasty Warzone podcast, the People's Dynasty podcast. Today, we are going to go over week six, stock up, stock down across the NFL, games that we got played. And uh, I am Kevin Smick, filling in for Memphis Young, who is on vacation. And I am joined by, as you know him, as the man with the power and the man with the power. <laughs> Jerry Sinclair, how are we doing there, buddy? That was an uncanny telling of Mr. Randall Young. I actually thought I was here. If you would have just had some off-the-wall Southern grandfather phrase, then it would have been perfect. Uh, I am fantastic, sir. How are you? How are your teams doing? Mine all shit the bed this week. It was a rough week. I uh, It's a rough week, man. Like So it was literally the lowest scoring week since, I believe, 2007. And just, I mean... We got a, probably a lot of stock downs today. I'm just probably assuming here. Just brutal all around the league, man. And just, oh, dude, I it was frustrating. I, I mean, how are your teams doing? Mostly minor. I got, I got some wins, but there were some ugly ones. And I really lost some games that I just probably shouldn't have. You know, if, I, if you would ask me that question two weeks ago, I would have said unbelievably well for what I would have expected. And it's like sure. the last two weeks, this game has just decided to remind me of how evil and horrible that it can be it's it's just brutal it's a long season we got injuries we just got you know you name it um my teams are just kind of so really you know all that depth that we talked about you know all these deep cuts that we've talked about all off season really coming in uh clutch right now because dude uh man i'm struggling um so before we get started here uh, i need to promote the dynasty roundtable uh, which is on the Player Profiler Network. It is ran by Seth Diewold and Matt Babich, who are two phenomenal dudes. Uh, they are constantly in communications with me as a producer. Uh, they are on me when I uh, may or may not be a little too busy in my real life to do my job. Uh, so they keep me on it. They are also their own show. It's a great show. They have phenomenal guests. If you like Dynasty content, obviously, if you're watching this show, you're in the Dynasty um, so they have phenomenal content. Always have great guests. They just had Cody Carpentier 
on uh, their last show. Uh, so check that out. Be looking for that. Um, and, uh, you know, pretty much after that, we are going to go right into our first sponsor. This episode brought to you by Mojo. Mojo is that player stock market. We love Mojo because we like making lifetime bets on players. You run out the clock on these guys. Mojo just rolled out a brand new fantasy platform. That's right. So now you can build a portfolio of player props. Oh, Jamar Chase over 77.5. Oh, Kadarius Tony under 15.5. Whatever the under is on Kadarius Tony, doesn't matter. You can just stack up the props in your portfolio. And the beauty is once the Sunday games kick off, it's not over. It's not over until it's over with Mojo because once those games kick off, you can then move in and out of positions. Let's say that you're well ahead of expectations. You can cash out. Let's say you're behind expectations. You're underwater. Well, you can double down. That's what makes Mojo so special, why they're different. Check it out. Go to the App Store. Get the Mojo app and use the promo code UNDERWORLD. The promo code UNDERWORLD gets you a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. So the promo code is UNDERWORLD, and they will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Go to Mojo. Start building your portfolio. And then during the games, you can be a fantasy day trader. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. God love the pod father. As we always talk about, just an absolutely incredible, like he probably was an actor at some point, just probably one take. I've heard he does those in one take takes. It's just incredible work uh, by him. Uh, so we don't have a good people, bad tweets today. Memphis plays the Dana White drop. So I would like to bring up something though, uh, that kind of just to, you know, we got Jerry here. So I want some, some advice from Jerry here. So I commissioned, so you want to get worse. Got it. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly what I'm saying here. So, I run the league. It is a home league, mind you, not like the, you know the, the Patreon uh, leagues that we have on the Dynasty Warzone, which are the best leagues out there possible, uh, which is now a nice, solid plug right now. Um, join the Patreon for Dynasty Warzone. Can't beat it. It's a measly $5. Um, and also, while I'm out here plugging things, subscribe to the YouTube uh, here on Player Profiler Network, also to our own channel on the Dynasty Warzone. Jerry, how much does that cost you to do that? Not a damn thing, buddy. It is zero dollars. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I would like to bring you up to my league, and this is basically my good people bad tweets. So okay. I'm struggling with. So there was a trade in the league. I'm not going to mention any names, but it is a like I said, a home league. So a lot of people. Some there's a couple of guys that are not really good at dynasty or play many leagues. Some are hardcore like myself. So it's a weird mix. Um, there was a trade that went down. The team that is one in five traded Alexander Madison and a third round pick. Um, for a second round pick. So actually it happened to be the guy who was 
getting Alexander Madison. It was both of his picks. So it is going to be a full round of a movement. Um, now, I'm not an Alexander Madison guy personally. I don't know about you yourself, Jerry. But this caused in like a ruckus. And, you know, we had a couple guys saying, you know, why are you trading, uh, you know, a starting running back for just one round of a difference to a uh, to the best team already? Why are we doing this? And this one guy in our league has just been constant. Every trade. You know, I actually tra- acquired Patrick Mahomes in this league, um, which we're going to talk about later on the trade corner. Um, what is your what is your advice here as just a commissioner? Just like there's been two guys consistently in our league that just absolutely almost dissect every single trade. Truthfully, I I'm the commissioner. I'm in the dynasty world. All these trades that go through are fine. Um, and seriously, like I had a couple of the guys in the league and like saying like, I'm leaving like this guy's, this guy's toxic. The other guy's toxic. They're always fighting. I've never been in, I committed in five leagues. This is the only one I ever have problems with. And it's mostly people that actually, I don't know. It's kind of like my friend has six people and then it's my other six friends. And anyway, I'll let you go from there. See, I, I was going to ask how long they have played and how close you are friends. Cause I got friends that will dissect every trade and they'll just call them all shit just on right. the, on the players that they don't like and that they or not, not even the, the players themselves, the, the humans that are playing fantasy football. We just like to talk shit to certain ones of our team members. And so we eviscerate them with every trade, but if you don't know them, I mean, that makes it tougher, right? Yeah. Cause like it, it, if you're you're killing the vibe of my league with this, because that's not a bad trade. No. Like, 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 let's let's look at what this unbelievable great starting running back has done. 18 carries for 44 yards, eight carries for 26 yards. Ooh, he had 17 for 95, but like right. Let's see, he scored a, he scored two touchdowns this year. What are we talking about? I mean, about? They're, I mean they're exactly I mean, like, the, is, the, yeah. it, like did he did he sell a little light? Maybe. I mean, depending on the person, but they're a contender. They should try and buy a, a running back like that for draft capital. And the person that is one in five should try and trade a running back that has an extremely volatile future ahead of them. If they even have a future ahead of them. Right. For draft picks. Like I, I, I don't see an issue with it. You know, I'm in, I'm in a lot of leagues. I've done them for almost a decade. So if you accumulate all of those seasons, I got damn near a century of it. And I have seen, 500 trades that are worse than that trade and it it, it, let let people play how they want to play like this person is trading draft capital for alexander madison who may be worth a wet sock in about six months and then you're better off because they don't have the draft capital and they have alexander madison sitting on their bench who doesn't have a job it's like the person that has leonard fournette in your league right now because somebody does he's just sitting on your bench and if you had done that exact trade last year, that person probably would have complained about it then. Let people play. It's it, it, He's making a short-term move so that he can try and get himself over the top. That's literally what we do in this game. We have a bad Vikings team that just lost Justin Jefferson, that barely beat the Bears, that just acquired Cam Akers, so who knows if they ramp him up later. Alexander Madison isn't even really that talented analytically. Uh, he's always been a pretty poor performer when it comes to yards per carry. Yep. Uh, to be honest with you, like, and that's what uh, one of the guys in the league was texting me, like, like just let people do moves. Like, how, how are you supposed to get better? Like, what is that one in five guy? Why? What does Alex Madison do for him? He has yep. a short-term window. Okay, maybe he has a great next few weeks or in the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to move on from him after the season. Um, 
that's up for grabs. But still, he's not like a younger guy. And just, I could go on for a while, but it's been a problem all year. And I just was, I just kind of want, that was my version of good people, bad tweets this week. You know, I am, I'm in a league with a bunch of guys that I have no idea who they are. And like nine, like nine or 10 of them have always been absolutely awesome. I actually love that league. Never met any of those guys. Yeah, sure. And like, it's one of the few leagues that I like really truly love. And there's always like one guy that's just an annoying little shit. And luckily we've sort of a trade like that'll happen and he'll throw the biggest hissy fit like this. It was this rookie season. Somebody took the whole 24 hours to make their pick. Whatever. I mean, they were shopping it. It's not like they were just not paying attention. They were literally actively saying they were going to take time because they wanted to trade and they were rebuilding, yada, yada, yada. This guy threw a fucking hissy fit. And and then everybody started to be like, well, now I'm going to do it just to, yeah. just to like just to irk the guy like we weren't actually gonna. And he just nah, I quit. And we were like, good, perfect. And we got this new guy in and he's great. And the league's better for it. So, I mean, sometimes that just happens. And I am guessing you will go and you will meet that end also at some point with this guy. It's getting close, and and he and this one is every trade he is analyzing like it's the worst <laughs> trade in the world. I'm like, dude, well, like the the main. So the guy that's in first place literally reached out, hey, I need some running back help. So what does the one in five do as an active owner? He just sends out a trade offer. Art. What just happens? It gets accepted. Boom, you moved up to the second round. I mean, is it going to be the back end second round? Sure, but you moved up a whole draft, a whole round of capital in a really good 2024 draft class. To me, it's a no-brainer. We'll call it quits there. Let's move on from here. Uh, let's get into stock up or stock down. You ready, Jerry? Yeah, buddy. Let's do it. So we're going to go game by game just like every week. Uh, this week, by week teams were the Packers and the Steelers. Uh, they will fire it back up this week. Uh, so let's get started on Thursday night. We had the Broncos and the Chiefs. The uh, Chiefs beat the Broncos for the 117th time in a row. Jerry, give who is your stock up, stock down? Uh, you know, I think mine is stock down Javante Williams because I've got a lot of Javante Williams and he is doing, yeah, he's doing enough for me to be like, oh, he's getting enough work and he's getting like 60, 70 yards, which is cool. He doesn't ever score and he doesn't get me enough points to justify putting him in, but it's like, I don't want to get rid of him because if he has a two touchdown game, his value is going to increase. So I'm sort of just stuck in purgatory with him. Definitely stock down. He was one of the guys that I wanted to acquire cheaply off the inju- injury this offseason. Has not worked out. Yeah, so I totally agree. Um, I've I've actually I've been on record on this podcast saying I'm not a Javante Williams guy. Um, I actually, I got to bring it up since Memphis is not here. Uh, I brought up Jaleel McLaughlin, if that's how you say McLaughlin. Uh, I brought him up on this podcast. Got laughed at by Memphis. Like he was him. like, I don't care who, I don't even know who that is. He was like, undrafted free agent doesn't matter. Well, he's very relevant. I'm calling Memphis out. We'll see if he watched. So I'll wait for a text. <laughs> so, but Jaleel's very good. And this is my thing with rookie or uh, with when, when you get a new coaching staff here. You hire Sean Payton. He did not draft Javante Williams. No matter how much we all like Javante Williams in college or currently and how much we think he, him uh, and Michael Carter or whatever in USC were good. Uh, Sean Payton didn't have anything to do with him. He just acquired, he just inherited him. So I always get scared when new coaching staffs take over. Then basically like what I probably will predict here is they're probably going to go get their own guy in the next class. Yeah. Um, Mc- Jaleel is basically, you know, his project. Pay- you know, you always get to look smart when you get the, uh, hey, here's this rookie guy to get thrown out there, uh, undrafted, and you know, I'm making him look good. And he is good. He looks lightning so- out there. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not really excited about my Javante Williams shares. I did just sell him for a 25 first two weeks ago. Oh, in a, I was in a Patreon league, actually, uh, and Josh Downs, actually. So that was very thrilled with that trade. Um, mine is Rishi Rice, stock up. Okay. Um, this I wrote this down before. Uh, well, actually, we can get into some news here while we're at the with the Chiefs. They just acquired, reacquired, I guess you could say, is uh, Miko Hardman today uh, for like a late draft round swap. Um, yeah, I don't think it's too relevant. They have I, I pretty much Marquez Valdez Scantling and uh, has just not been good. It's just at all him and actually yep. um, Sky Moore has. They both have been pretty horrendous per route run. Uh, I'm pretty sure yards per route run has been horrendous. Um, so which is why I have Rasheed Rice stock up. You know, he's four for 72 with four targets. Not super exciting, but he's, he's slowly gotten better each week. Um, I think he's getting a rapport there. I will say I think he has the highest drop rate maybe in the NFL. But I think if he can kind of clean that up, he is a rookie. You are on, you know, the team with the best quarterback in the NFL. Uh, I like Rasheed Rice. Uh, moving on here. Ravens at Titans. Jerry, what we got here? You know what? I'm 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 doing your guy. So you go ahead and you just say who you got because mine would be the same. Yeah. So I got stock down Mark Andrews, and this is my guy. I have Mark Andrews in my main dynasty league, my 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 prize possession dynasty league. He is my tight end. I have him in Lamar stack. It's great, but it hasn't been that great. Um, I have him all over in redraft, and I'm worried about him. Um, basically, what I am personally am seeing with my own eyes with Zay Flowers there. Basically, all these easy emergency dump passes are now turning into just say flower short routes. They're calling short plays and gadget plays for them. And honestly, that's it's, I think it's hurting Mark. I'm a little worried about it. He's almost becoming a touchdown dependent guy. He's still giving you you know tight end position as you guys talk about every week is horrendous. We all know that. So I mean, just Mark, man. It's just it's I got a little worried. I just think why he's stocked down. He's not where he probably should be. And basically where we predict, like basically they were saying this is the year, you know, they, the community saying, you know, this is the year he takes over for Kelsey. Well, I don't think it's happening. I'll nope. let you go on from that. Yeah, no. I mean, he's he's still probably where he was, tight end three-ish, four-ish, yeah. five-ish in there. Right. It just, it isn't fun. Because if you're playing him and you see the points week in and week out, it's a low number that pisses you off and you blame it for your losses, which does not make anybody feel good. I'm, I'm with you. The only other thing that I would mention from this game is DeAndre Hopkins is cooked, which we already sort of knew, but just it, it needs to be reiterated. It's bad. It is really bad. Um, I would just like to mention here just for, you know, people who might be contending. Nelson Aguilar is the wide receiver too there. I don't know if that's a good thing, bad thing. But he, he is playing probably more. not a good. It's thing. probably not, but just throwing it out there for anybody, you know, just pay attention to that. Um, while we were talking about the Titans, uh, I was going to have stocked up Will Levis, but they have a bye week. Um, I saw an unconfirmed source, so a, not a so not a real source, a Twitter person said that Will Levis is starting after the bye. It Ryan Tannehill re-injured the same ankle he had surgery on, so I don't know how that is going to go. Um, but yeah, maybe Will Levis time. It's definitely not Malik Willis time. No, it should not be because he no. looked putrid. Yes, he did. Uh, anyway, <laughs> moving on from that game. That was a pretty rough game in London. Uh, so we have Panthers at Dolphins. Uh, Jerry, go ahead and leave us off here. Uh, Adam Thielen. I, it, he's wow. just, he's been an animal. Like I, I, he's 33, which I make it sound old, even though he's, that's younger than me. But dude's been an animal. There's nothing. He is absolutely the cheapest elite wide receiver that you could buy currently. And in the off season, he's gotten more expensive as, as he scores more points. Randy in the off season was saying, 
trade a third, trade a fourth, get Adam Thielen. And I sort of thought he was crazy because I thought he was going to be cooked for sure. Yep. Dude's an animal. I don't I, I don't know what else to say. He has been absolutely insane. It, if you can trade a second for him and you're a contender, I think that's worth it. Do, he, do you know what wide receiver number he is right now? Probably like six or seven. Three. He is a yeah, wide receiver five. three. I mean, there's I mean, some bye weeks got in like there. Four, yeah, still, it. I, I don't even think that matters because he he's had like 400 yard games, like in four of the last five. I think he scored. I he know because had, I feel like I uh, go against him every single damn week. It's even more impressive. He had three points week one and two targets. So basically, he is doing all that with that in there. So just bake mm-hmm. that in there. He's had nine targets, 14, eight, 13, and 13. We've yes. had three 11 reception games, four touchdowns in his last five. Adam Thielen. My God, uh, I almost traded him just because in the offseason in a contending league. And oh, my God, I'm glad I did not. I was going to say, I wouldn't have minded if you did. And I, I would have been wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, shout out to Randy. We'll give him credit on that one while he's here. We'll give you some credit there, bud. Um, Shuba Hubbard, stock up for me. Uh, Jerry, I'm sorry. You're not going to like this. Uh, Miles fair. Sanders is not good. <laughs> um, as an Eagles fan, I, I, I saw that last year. He... Was kind of a product of the system. I think the Eagles can kind of throw anybody out there uh, and look really good. I mean, we're kind of seeing who DeAndre Swift, who we kind of thought he would be. Um, so Chuba Hubbard, man, uh, I think he's a legit back. He always kind of, you know, I thought had the juice potentially. Uh, so, yeah, each 19 carries, 88 yards, touchdown. Uh, not really many targets, but, you know, he's in there a little bit. So I, I just keep an eye on that. I think he's at least earned himself some more work um, and – yeah, we'll, we'll see from that. Uh, going to the next game, we have Saints at Texans. Uh, I have stocked down on Damian Pierce. Yeah. Um, I can't say I was ever on Damian Pierce, but, you know, he was going, like, you know, fifth round-ish, round the 60, round 60th overall, maybe some even higher, like fourth round in rookie draft. Um, he's just not good, I, I just think. And what scares me in the future, just for a dynasty value, he's a – was he a th- – is he a third-day pick or is it or – yeah, it's three day Pierce, Yeah, he's fourth rounder, right? Yeah, so doesn't have draft capital to back that up. You know, uh, you know, Pod Father's always talking about that day three picks, man. Just they move on like crazy. So there's no draft capital backing that up. Uh, we have 13 carries for 34 yards, zero targets, mm-hmm. um, and 2.9 yards per carries uh, per carry on the year. Just now, what you like to see? And this is even in the game that they won. Uh, so like. Yeah, I mean, you know, Devin Singletary wasn't great, and he made him look exponentially worse. They split carries 50-50 um, for the most part. Uh, you know, longest run was eight yards. It's just it's just not looking good. If you're not getting any passing work, uh, you know, that's just kind of the killer. So, anyway, yours? Uh, stock up is going to be Nico Collins. Yeah. He's a guy I have sold a roller coaster on as a Michigan Wolverine. I hated him for the longest time. Uh, sure. Super nice guy, though. Used to come into my work all the time. Doesn't like tomatoes. That's, that's a, cool. That's a, that, that's a dynasty inside information. Does not only on this podcast you're going to get this information. <laughs> um, and then I so I was in on him a little bit. Then once he, I thought he was going to be the guy in Houston. Then he never did anything. And so it's like every time I have ever said something about him, he's done the opposite. So now that I say stock up, he is almost certainly for the next <laughs> month to do absolutely nothing. Um, two hundred yard games, two eighty yard games, getting a lot of the targets. I mean, it's going to be a roller coaster, but he's, I mean, he's the guy. I was thinking it was going to be John Mechie, and John Mechie does not exist in that offense. It has been Nico. CJ Stroud has been good. Yeah. You, you got the bye week. Maybe there's a, a shot you can go for him. Still pretty cheap. 
I, I think he's a he's going to be a nice guy to throw in for your bye week fill-ins. He has been good every other week. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know if the bye week this week then kind of counts as his week off. He's had Hopefully. Uh, so like huge. So he had 27, 5, 35, 6, 15 points. So maybe the bye week counts on that. Maybe he goes off against Carolina. Good chance there. Uh, yeah, Nico Collins smash man he's he's been you're at least i think you're confident when you start him which is yeah. at least so and you know you're at least probably going to get something that probably gets even better as the year goes along i would think um last game here before we give a little break here is commanders at falcons uh jerry go ahead who is yours uh mine mine's going to be the same guy that you have it's Jahan dotson he's yeah but what there, there there are no words to be spoken for what is happening there i mean granted i know the quarterback situation isn't great even though st paul's been fine uh he Jahan Dotson is just he he has not existed. Oh. It's it's really crazy, honestly. You know, he was due for a severe, you know, ne- uh touchdown regression, essentially. Yes. He was just kind of not really sustainable numbers last year with seven touchdowns on 35 receptions. Like that's just crazy. Um, but to to quote Kevin Smith's doc, zero, 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 parentheses, one target. That 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 is it right there. I mean, I mean that is that is regression exponential regression that's not that's not the word i don't I don't know what it is you know I was, I was scanning the box score just like i was just kind of like looking here you know I, I was paying attention to this game pretty closely I actually had a few guys going in this game obviously Bijan's playing you're always watching that and i was gonna put you know brian robinson trending down i was even a little worried about Bijan, and then i'm just scanning here like you had to go all the way to the bottom receiving for the zero to zero to zero one target. I mean, I almost skipped over them when I was doing my homework. <laughs> I mean, it's rough. It's been it in came and say a roller coaster. Um, I would actually like to bring up Bijan while we're here though. Yeah. Um what what are your thoughts on Bijan so far? You know, this offense isn't exciting. Desmond Ritter, I think, is terrible. Um <laughs> Arthur Smith has had a interesting season. Also, shout out Kyle Pitts. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the first touchdown he has scored in the NFL on American soil. Uh, I don't know that for sure, but honestly, if we want to do a little bit of a stock up, John U. Smith has actually been the more consistent guy there. Um, Absolutely. As, gro- as gross as that is, and it makes you want to taste the vomit in the back of your throat. But Bijan is, I, I think this is sort of what I expected from him because that offense is bad, but he's still getting tons of receptions, which is what I wanted to see. I wanted to see him be able to do that at the NFL level, and I wanted to see Arthur Smith want to do that. Because I'm with you in that Desmond Ritter is not it. And he yeah. is not going to be it in the future. Yeah. So that offense only has a, a, a future that is going to get better. Like, it, it sucks because people had him as Dynasty RB1, and he still might be that. His production is certainly not that. But the 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 trend should be fine. You're You're going to have to have a bad time this year. I, I would say, I mean, you're just hoping for flashes. You just want to see the talent shine through like we have seen. I mean, he's had multiple hundred yard games and he's getting lots of the receptions, but sure. you, you want to see that ceiling that we know exists with him and just know that you're not going to get it the entirety of 2023 just because of this team. I mean, he's panicking. been really good. He hasn't been, you know, first, first round pick and redraft. Um, no. I was going to say, I, I was pretty sold on A-Rich as the number one pick in rookie drafts. Um, I think I still do that personally. Um, it's probably a toss-up at this point. Um, 
But yeah, he's he's been good, and it's going to get better. And honestly, I, I'm actually kind of pinpointing them as one of the maybe Kyler targets in the off season if they end up going. Which we're, we'll we'll get to that Kyler be, a little that bit would later. Be wonderful. But they're they're too good to actually be bad in the draft. So they're they're yeah. going to have to trade for something. They're in a weird spot. The that the rebuild in the NFL is really tough. Um, moving on here, uh, we're going to switch gears here to go to the dynasty trade corner. Everybody's Ooh. favorite segment here. I'm gonna play this thing just because I'm the producer and I can do it what whatever right now. That's my segue into Dynasty Trade Corner. That's really have like five background musics over here, so I'm gonna play it. Um, <laughs> so trade here, Jerry. This is just for you to grade. Um, cool. Going back to that same league I was talking about earlier in the show, um, I acquired Patrick Mahomes, and I was talking about it in the Dynasty Warzone Patreon, which. Uh, in the group chat, which once again, if you're listening, please join. It is a great community. I just sent out a text midday. I'm at work trying to negotiate a trade. I'm like, well, am I on the right track here? So basically all my pals in the group chat were like, basically made me feel great about this. So I traded Kyler Murray, Jaden Reed, my 24 and 25 first. I am a contender. I have the second most points in the league currently to say where I'm at, but I am three and three in sixth place. I have a very good team. Um, I acquired Patrick Mahomes. It is an IDP league, so I got Jordan Hicks, which is not really relevant, too relevant here. Um, and I got a 24 third-round pick, which, to be honest, I was thrilled to get that. Um, I'll let you go from there. Where 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 do you think I am on that? Okay, you're going to have to help me with the, the Jordan Hicks pick. How many points does he get? He's roughly like, like a normal like, game, is, like 10 points a, a game. Starter? Yeah, he's definitely is he, starter. Is yes. starter worthy? We start we start eight offense, eight IDP guys. So it's eight, okay. and eight across the board. I mean, listen, it's spicy for sure. You paid a lot, but is Kyler Murray going to return points in the same way that Patrick Mahomes is on a contending team? Absolutely not. Right. Is Jaden Reed going to be a starter on a contending team? Absolutely not. So if you're gonna win and you're gonna win money and you're gonna laugh at your friends. I don't mind it. Like, it is it a lot? Yeah, it's a lot. Right. But if Kyler Murray never comes back and he's never like that guy that's dynasty quarterback seven, then you got away easy. You got away with uh, a ceiling like wide receiver three in Jaden Reed and probably two late first. Sure, that's your boy. So I, your I, I mean, it depends. It depends how how good Kyler is when he comes back. But you're talking about a dude who's five foot nine. He's little. He's had a major injury. Yeah. He's getting older. That the that team's awful. He could potentially be on a different team, and we don't know what that team looks like. They could be awful. I'm fine with it. I'm cool with it. Basically, you know, the guys in group chat were telling me like, pretty much, you should offer like. So I have Gino and Dak as well. I was trying to get mm-hmm. rid of one of those two and not Kyler. Gotcha. Um, pretty much didn't work. Uh, I also have Will Anderson for you IDPers out there. Uh, I was trying to hold on to him and did succeed on that. So that was cool. Um, but basically they were saying, I probably need someone in like the Waddle or Alave t- like tier wide receiver, another one of those three quarterbacks. And then probably both my first next two first round picks. So that made me feel confident on, on actually throwing Kyler in there. Now it's hilarious that, well, not really hilarious, but the news comes out literally next day that he is back to practice was not expecting yeah. that. No, um, of, but of I still don't, I still don't think that's, you know, I'm not too worried about that. Um, you're trading for the best player, you know, in Superflex dynasty. So that's Correct. where I'm at on that. And um, you want a hammer. You want to have your hammer at quarterback and you right. have him. 
and he's under contract and he's got Andy Reid and he's going to be good. Right. You're fine. You're, you're plugging him in. I mean, in my, my oldest league, my home league, I traded for Patrick Mahomes this off season too. traded a shitload. So, I mean, it's, it's what you got to do. And you know what I'm going to worry about? Not my quarterback spot. I'm no. good on that. That's, that's fine. I, I, I hear you too, to always talk about like, if you don't have quarterbacks and super flex, You'll you're find not, out. you're not a, you're a fake contender. So yeah. I felt with a hurt Kyler, uh, and basically just throwing in Dak and Gino every week. I, I felt like a fake contender. I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to be legit here. Exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. So I'm like, I need to do something here. My team's good. My skill players are great, but you need quarterbacks, man. So like, that's why I trade up for that. Uh, that was our dynasty trade corner. We're going to do the outro here. Boom. Boom. <laughs> So moving back to our stock up, stock down, we are at the Colts and Jaguars. Um, I'll let you kick this one off here. Who uh, who do you have here, Jerry? Uh, just stock down a little bit on Trevor Lawrence, just because he's been struggling a little bit. But it's nothing crazy. I'm not overblowing it. It just it sucks. I wanted to see Trevor Lawrence to the moon this year, and it seems like with the way Calvin Ridley blew up Week One, I sort of thought that's what we were going to get, and we just haven't. I it's mean, been weird. It's been weird. Like. Christian Kirk not is been, not uh, been bad and they're winning. Yeah. It's just, right. it's something weird. Like, um, I, I just don't know. Calvin Ridley just absolutely blew up and everybody's like, wow, this is the new AJ Brown this year. Like, yeah. why didn't we see it? Like up and coming quarterback, you know, elite receiver. Like he was one of the top two to three receivers in football before, you know, he kind of left football for a little bit. Then he got suspended and everybody was like, oh yeah, this makes sense. And then he is just, not had great games since and it's uh i'm totally with you trev has been good but not like where we thought that next next step was um mine is stocked down on anthony richardson uh memphis talked about this last week and i'm just kind of even hammering it down even more um just such a disappointing thing uh, I, i'm terrified of him staying healthy in the future now i think at this point uh i mean he played uh what five games missed a game and also pretty much missed like what uh, a full half in like three of the games, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just, he's got to really dig down deep and, and learn how to get himself basically just not hurt where he's sliding better. And, and some stuff is fluky. I get like, he actually slammed his head back after scoring a touchdown. None of that's going to happen, but you really, it's the, the thing with the running quarterbacks. And, and I'm just a little nervous for my long-term value. And like I mentioned, I was taking him one oh one in rookie drafts. Now putting it all on the table, like, you know, this is my guy. If he hits, he hits. He's game changer. Where I thought, you know, Stroud and, and Bryce Young were very good, very good quarterbacks going to be around a while, but you're not winning titles. And I play to win titles. So I play very risky, and that's where I'm with that. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I mean, it's it's scary. You're swinging for the fences. You're striking out or you're hitting a home run. But, yeah, so he is he's out for the season, Uh, you know, Basically, having season-ending shoulder surgery. That's also not good. Throwing shoulder. So hope he, hope the best for a rich. But I'm a little worried about my shares going forward. Um, Seahawks to Bengals. I have stocked down on Zach Charbonnet. Everybody was very excited over him over the off season. Um, just hasn't shown you anything yet. Truthfully, he is. It's not a like a two-headed monster. It's it's a it's a handcuff situation here. Um, and that's that's not that's not what we want. That's not what we drafted in the summer. You know, um, he had a. a uh, Walker had a season high 90.5 running back rush share. Um, so it's even trending the wrong way. Sometimes with rookies, as you know, they just kind of get worked in as the season goes. He had two carries for five yards and just two targets. So 
basically you're just kind of waiting until Kenneth Walker misses a game. He hasn't been always the most consistently healthy player. So there's that going for you, but he's a handcuff. And that's not, I don't think what we, everybody thought. I mean, there's also a chance that maybe he even were to take over, but I'll let you go from there. Uh, no, Kenneth Walker is a dog and he's an animal. And Zach Charbonnet is his backup. Like you said, uh, my guy's going to be Jackson Smith and Jigba though. Yeah, he's had three games under 15 yards receiving. Gross. I, it, I mean, he had his best game: four receptions, 48 yards in this last game against Cincinnati. It's just not been good. And if you drafted him at 103 to 106, you are salty about it. Uh, there's, there's nothing else to say about that. I mean, granted, even DK Metcalf hasn't been awesome. No. Um, but JSN has been nearly irrelevant. No touchdowns. No games. Oh, he had one game with five receptions, and that was an overtime game for 34 yards. Yip D. Uh, it's gross. So it's. I mean, it's got to be stocked down. I mean, you're not. You're not tanking it because he's a great talent. But ew. Yeah, man. It, it's just disappointing. I think we all, as a community, undersold the possibilities of like a lot of target competition there, and like you know, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, still phenomenal. Both of them never miss a step. I guess we just maybe didn't count that in or didn't bake that in. We just were like, number one receiver drafted. We all loved him in college. He's a stud. And also, he hasn't been able to stay healthy for the whole year. He's been okay lately, but um, we'll worry about that a little bit going forward. Um, Anyway, moving on. Vikings at Bears. Uh, Go ahead, Jerry. I'm going to say Jordan Addison, and that's going to be a little weird because he didn't have Justin Jefferson. You played against the Bears, who are not it. And he scored the touchdown, which was cool, but he really didn't change anything, really. I mean, e- even the touchdown was mostly Kirk Cousins. I I am excited to see what he can do with Justin Jefferson out going forward, but the first example of it just did not get me. And maybe I just came into the season worried that he was never going to be able to compete with Justin Jefferson, so I was a little bit worried about him. And maybe I'm just doing confirmation bias of myself. For the but, summer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was just, right. it was not really what I wanted. Like, if there was ever a situation where you thought Jordan Addison was going to show you exactly why you took him at 106 or 107 or whenever you took him, it was going to be against the Bears. It was going to be when Justin Jefferson was out, and he didn't really deliver. You got lucky that he got into the end zone. Right. And if he doesn't, you're not thrilled with three for, I mean, he had three for 28 with the touchdown. Um, yeah, so you're you're really not happy if he doesn't get in the end zone. Like you said, he made it work, but uh, for sure that was definitely. I mean, he has a huge opportunity in front of him to kind of see if he could be an alpha. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, their whole offense struggled without JJ. Man, yeah, uh, it's going to be tough. I, I I think you know TJ Hawkinson's still going to be fine. Uh, you know KJ's still yeah, good. Better, I, I like KJ. Better days are yeah. He's uh he's actually from right right where I'm from in Michigan. Um, oh sweet, but. I, I mean, Jordan Addison is going to be fine. It just, you know, it, it's like that Bijan thing. Like, I want to see flashes of the ceiling, and the opportunity is there for him to show me the ceiling, and I just didn't see it the first time. So it's just a little disappointing. No, absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 maybe just not to the moon as we all were hoping. Mm-hmm. It's it's just uh, he's good, uh, and I truly think that it's going to hurt him being the main focus of the defense too as well. Uh, my guy, this isn't exciting. I'll keep it short. It's DJ Moore. Um, I can't say, you know, 
he was another guy I was kind of fading in the offseason. You know, you two were specifically Randy was all over Justin Fields and just tying him. You know, the A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts corollary was just crazy. Never made sense. But now with, you know, Fields is hurt. Uh, not sure how long he's going to be out. Uh, he is actually doubtful this week. So he's not out yet. But is they are talking, you know, it is his what's throwing hand, right? It's his thumb. Yeah. Yeah. So it is a pain tolerance, and if it was, you know, not his throwing arm, short, sure. but he's going to be out some for some time, I think. So shout out Tyson Badgett, uh, D uh, D two quarterback, uh, and if you're a savvy dynasty player like myself, you have him on your taxi squad. Uh, not sure if that even matters or not, but we will see. <laughs> so anyway, DJ Moore, just it's not going to happen with Tyson Badgett and this whole offensive without fields and it's just a really sad story. And they're really on, they currently are sitting one and two in the draft. So it's going to be up. So if you're looking to win right now, maybe you try to move DJ Moore. Uh, If you're looking for next year, you never know. There might be a really solid quarterback in here next year. We will see. Um, Moving on to Patriots at Raiders. uh, I have stock up Michael Mayer, uh, another tight end in this historical class. Everybody was excited out in Notre Dame Uh, five for 75 uh, with six targets. Uh, had a true breakout. This was the breakout game for Michael Mayer. Has really not done a single thing all season. Uh, I was just like, you know, I had uh, the box, the quad box up there, the four o'clock games. And uh, he he was just catching a ball every time I looked up. It was incredible. Uh, so he has not had over uh, three targets at all this season. He had one time with three targets. That was last week. So he went from three, doubled his targets up to six. Snap share, though, 81%. Uh, his previous highest was 66. He has been uh, trending up each week. Uh, so that's big to me. Uh, who did you have in this game? Uh, I like that pick because that is true. It's good to see that we're finally seeing it. I mean, it's got to be stock now. Josh Jacobs for the second week oh. in a row. He keeps getting work. And you're like, yeah. It, you know, if you would tell me on Sunday at 11 a.m. that Josh Jacobs is going to get 27 touches, I'm going to be like, okay, we're plugging him in. Thank you for the eight points. I love that so much. It's it's every week. He's like it's crazy. He is, the, he, he is Zeke 2.0. He's just, he's getting tons of work or like Najee, like getting the workload, not doing anything with it. So, and, th- and that sucks. Yeah. When you're getting, and what's nuts too, is we're getting targets. He has had over five targets every game this year, but week one. Mm-hmm. And he has had only broke 20 points once. Uh, we do have a 19.9 in there. But like you said, he had 25 carries. And he got you 11.3 points in full point PPR. <laughs> he had five. Tar- and with tw- So if, like you said, beginning of the Sunday, you're like 25 carries and five targets, right? You're like, mm. oh my gosh, Josh Jacobs smashed this week. RB1. Probably the RB1. Dude had 11.3 points. Uh, that's a really disappointing line from him. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, moving on here. We have 49ers at the Browns. Jerry? Uh, who do I go with in this one? It, it's, I mean, it's probably got to be CMC, right? Like the, yeah. the, the stock down. I mean, not a ton, right? It seems like he's not going to be done for a long time, but this is what you worried about. We saw it for two years. He came back. He's done okay. It's starting. And these are soft tissue things which mm-hmm. I am not a doctor, nor am I even slightly qualified to talk on that stuff. But what I do know is that they are a pain in the ass because once you get into your 30s and older, all of them hurt. And I know that just from getting out of bed and I don't get hit by superhumans as for a living. So that's 
I mean, it's not crazy. You're still happy if you have him and you're holding on and you're going to, when he comes back in the playoffs, you're going to win and it's going to be great for you. It's just, this is, this is exactly the worry that we had paying up for him at yep. his cost and drafting him as high as you did at his cost, because this is a possibility. It's brutal. Cause when he's there, he is hands down Animal. the best player in fantasy, yep. maybe Tyree kill. Maybe. Um, and, and just, I mean, he's just absolute lock. You don't even, I mean, what 15 straight games with a touchdown Dude is out of this world. Yeah. I mean, it's just incredible. So yeah, it's just, you know, it, it kind of sucks cause he gets your hopes up. And then when you need him, it gets close to the playoffs. Like I had, he literally killed my dynasty season in my main league. Uh, I should have won a title actually. And I just couldn't come back with losing him and Cooper cup on the same. I mean, you, you, oh, you have those two guys yeah, on no, the same team not. and, Right, and and just you you can't have any, you can have as many handcuffs as you want and all the depth in the world, and you are not going to come back from losing those two guys, uh, mm-hmm. no matter how good your team is. So it's very disappointing. And as a actually two home league owners, uh, I have two CMCs. That's it's not the best situation right now. Uh, which leads me into my stock up, which is Jordan Mason. Um, you might say, oh why why uh, Elijah Mitchell's back? Well, Elijah Mitchell hasn't been able to stay healthy. And Elijah Mitchell also has not been good this year and also has not either really ever been proven to stay healthy. Um, so I'm a big Jordan Mason guy. He runs really hard. Um, I think he's a really good running back. Uh, you know, kind of ran all over Dallas when it was already a blowout a couple weeks ago. Uh, filled in very nicely. So he's had a touchdown in his last two games, and I'm not even just going off of that. Like, I, I genuinely think Jordan Mason is good and fits their scheme very well. Um so I'm just I'm all in on Jordan Mason right now. I think he's a sneaky pickup. He was available in a couple of dynasty leagues I was in, which I mean, thank you. So he's cheap. So I mean, that's what I'm getting at. Like I, I think people are looking at Elijah Mitchell, and maybe also CMC still has the projection next to him in the in the box score because he's actually potentially playing on Monday night. But I'll believe that when I see it. Um, so I, yeah, I, I'm I'm really liking Jordan Mason, and truthfully, I think they're going to have to ramp back down uh, CMC's work truthfully just because i mean i think they're going to need a second guy with him anyway they, they can't be giving him like 20 to 30 touches a game so i i kind of think that basically this is kind of going to be a i'm saying he has value regardless anyway uh which yeah. is a so christian mccaffrey you know he strained his oblique he's questionable this week that leads us perfectly into our next ad which is the injury finder app through player profiler hey you're in your fantasy draft and someone says hey that guy's injury prone. I don't want him. And you're like, ah, I don't know. I don't think you can predict injuries. Well, guess what? Now you can. Injury proneness is real. At Player Profiler, we have the data on these players, and it's all in the Injury Finder app. Their injury track record back through time, exactly where they were injured, how severe it is. We look at the BMI data, and we crunch it all together, and we give you probabilities that a player will miss multiple games this NFL season, as well as the complete database of NFL injuries and the ability to compare two players and look at their injury track record. The injury finder is powerful and it's only five bucks. If it's worth it to have that peace of mind when you're drafting, go get it. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
Just, I mean, that was just perfect. You know, Christian McCaffrey talked just right into that. I mean, sometimes it just works out for the layup and alley. I mean, even, he even had a picture of Baker Mayfield, which is the next game we're going to talk about. He, it's he almost is like a this professional, and he doesn't even know it. <laughs> it's almost like this was planned. It was, actually. Uh, so we go Lions and, uh, at the Buccaneers. Uh, go ahead, Jerry. What do we got there? Uh, I think This is I'm your game. Go. This actually, you know what? Yes. Have the floor. Go Lions. No. Here, as as far as the stock goes, I'm just going to go slightly down on Mike Evans. It saw it seemed like he was going to have a resurgence, right? He scored a touchdown in the first three games, and everything was wonderful. And you look at the last couple of weeks, and it's been under 50 yards, no touchdowns. He got a lot of targets against the Lions. They needed it because the Lions were prison sexing them. Uh, as as their God, it's wonderful. Um, so yeah, which sucks because of course in my, my redraft league, I have Mike Evans as my flex. So that was not enjoyable for me to sort of root for him. Um, but yeah, I'm, I mean, he's, he's going to have weeks where he's going to be awesome. And then he's going to have weeks where he does this, but he's getting older. That offense isn't great by the six points they scored against the lions. Yeah. So there's also going to be a lot of headaches. As far as the game itself, I am so excited. I have lived 35 years of my life, and the Detroit Lions have not won the division since 93. I was five. I probably still peed the bed quite a bit then, and now I I still may, but <laughs> I, I usually do it after a few too many Oktoberfests. No doubt. Um, so yeah, I am rather excited. And here's, here's a fun fact about me that people may not know. Uh, a few people that I've played Dynasty with uh, guys from the fellas, Kyle August and uh, Mike Jernigan, Seth from the fellas. We all went to a Lions Cowboys game and I told them that I did not have any Lions gear um, and they were flabbergasted that I went to a Lions game. I'm a Lions fan. I don't have any Lions gear, but probably about 10 or 15 years ago, I decided that I was not going to support them financially in any way. And I was not going to buy anything until they either won a playoff game or they won the division. We are five and one. The Packers are two and three. I don't want to jinx anything, but it looks like the Honolulu blue gear is going to be coming soon enough. But to this day, I don't own anything Lions. I'm not even a baseball fan, and I have a Detroit Tigers hat literally <laughs> on my head right now. But And I love the Lions, and I own nothing. That's a great story. My dad, diehard Philly sports guy, uh, does not own any paraphernalia at all. He just feels his quote is I'm not on the team, so I don't wear a jersey. I don't know. That's his thing. I'll let him do his thing. Whatever. Shout out to Go Phils, actually. Go Phils, postseason baseball. Just have how's that, that how's that series going? Uh we're up to Phil's are up two oh. Uh okay, they just very, clobbered him, right? They just won ten nothing last night. It was yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very exciting. So hey man. I work at a sports been... bar, so I, I glance every once in a while. Right. I'm just not a baseball guy, so they, uh, it's been very exciting. So, uh, yeah, no, a shout out to you, the Lions. I was also born in 1993, not to date myself, but, uh, <laughs> uh newsflash, I turned 30 in two weeks. So that's well, how long it has been since the Lions know, won a title. Like, which for their is absolutely wild. Um, yeah. H- how's that treating you to, to just let me sidetrack it. We haven't been sidetracked at all. So I have to do it with, this is the rogue here. part where we, what Memphis said, we could do whatever yes. we want and we're doing it right now. 50 minutes in boom, it's happening. What, what was your question? How's 30 feeling? It, well, because it, I went through a little bit of a crisis leading up to my 30th birthday. I don't sure. I don't know what it is. Usually I don't care about it. But like as I was turning 30, I was like, oh, my God, I'm old and I'm going to die soon. How, how L- are you doing? Luckily, I am too busy to think about it. 
I, my wife is, I'm also, hey, we're on the podcast. I don't think I've publicly said this. My wife is very pregnant right now. We are doing, uh, our first child is due in January, mid-January. Congrats. Do not name it Jerry. I know it works for a boy or a girl, but don't <laughs> Baby do girl, Jerry. Jerry. It actually is already official. Oh. Uh, it's already, already Jerry. Uh, we got the, the, the name up on the, on the, the wallpaper and everything. Uh, so baby Jerry, be will be, <laughs> baby Jerry will be here mid-January. So I, I've been planning for that. My, uh, you know, so kind of reworking the house, doing some projects around work has been, you know, pretty, this is a busy season in October. So to be honest with you, I really haven't thought about Phillies during the postseason. I've been so distracted. I have too many things on my to-do list, which isn't necessarily normal, but like this past like six months of my life has been nuts. So, uh, to answer that question. We got people that are listening to this podcast that are like in their forties and fifties right now. And I'm like, if these kids would just shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. He's, Damn kids. So yeah, no, I, I no complaints. I haven't freaked out yet. My wife uh, is a few months older than me. She just turned thirty, so she, she, she will say that she had a, uh, you know, she had some interesting thoughts about thirty. So she kind of went through it for like a day. So it's the day before. It was just the day before. Yeah, that it, was it, and that was it's over. Weird because like every birthday since then, totally fine. Doesn't bother it doesn't me. Matter. But for no, some reason, matter. it was like that thirty threshold that just got me. Ask me in two weeks. We'll see that. I guarantee you. Fair. By the time that happens, I'll probably have some because I slowly am like. Oh wow! I'm like anyway. <laughs> Enough about us personally. I'm glad we got to Lions go Buccaneers. Who do you get? Lions Buccaneers? I have uh, Rashad White. Um, I'm just kind of since you know I'm not always on here. I like to, to bring up my guys, and this is not one of my guys. And I was adamant I didn't like Rashad White. Uh, I'm gonna call out Memphis again. That was one of his boys. Um, it's just I don't think he's good. I just don't think he's good, and the offense isn't helping. I really actually wanted to do stock down on the entire Buccaneers offense. Chris Godwin, who I have in the FFPC main event league. Uh, absolutely drop up, walk-in touchdown, which wasn't even just thrown by. I mean, there was like 20 seconds left. It was garbage time. Baker literally just, I mean, that was horrible. Chris Godwin should have walked in for a mile and just dropped it. So I was very disappointed when I came across that. And uh, I need all the points I can get in that event. So that was not good. But anyway, back to Rashad White, seven for 26. He did have three catches, four targets, only 12 yards. Um, so just Rashad... You know, the guy used 6.8 points in a game that they got blown out. You would think he would get a lot of dumb passes. The targets haven't been there. Two, five, three, three, four. Just not cutting it. He's had one yeah, touchdown. I, I think the targets is the biggest thing that's disappointing. Because yeah. the Lions can stop running backs, which is good. They did it to Bijan. They've done it right. all year. But I, you would like to see more than that, especially after last year when he had like 55 receptions or whatever the hell he had. 100%. And actually, I think the... Just a side note, I think the Lions might be the best fantasy defense against running backs, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they've been good against the running backs. But still, I just that's just not going to cut it. Uh, This is uh, shout-out J.J. Zacharyson. Uh, Rashad White played about 80% of Tampa Bay's offensive snaps this week, but his 53.8 running back rush share against the Lions was a season low. So we are not trending. We are literally trending now. Uh, Moving on, Cardinals at Rams. I have stock up on Michael Wilson. This is just in general because I like Michael Wilson. I think he is good. He didn't have the greatest game, but he had three catches for 62 yards on four targets. This is more that Kyler Murray is could be back by week eight. He is back at practice, which, like I kind of mentioned earlier, I did not see this coming, to be honest with you. I thought they were going to go all in on the tank. It appears they are not. Um, I'm not really sure why they bring him back. Memphis and I were kind of talking about this uh on the phone actually about how I think there's a clause in his contract that basically if he gets hurt, it guarantees the rest of his contract. It's something along those lines, which I assume like they basically wrote him off and they're not going to go back to him anymore, but it, it appears that they're going to try it at least. 
I, I, I don't know if you go for it. It's it's wild. Um, I mean, Dobbs has done admirably. I mean, they've yeah. been in a lot of games. They've just not finished a lot of games. Um, if I'm going to do stock up, it's just going to be Kyler just because he's showing back up. But it's right. I don't think it's a smart idea. But no. if that's what they want to do, um, it does seem like they should probably just shut him down, be done with it, and let that play out the way it's going to. But, I mean, Michael Wilson's been good. So I, I like that call. Uh, that's a Randy one. Uh, I, I'll toot his horn when he's not around. But. <laughs> we will give him props and also expose his bad takes when he is not here because we can. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Michael Wilson's been good. Um, the schedule to me is what I think will help him. They're going to be trailing a lot. Uh, they have Seattle, Baltimore, Cleveland, Atlanta. That Atlanta might be a little different, but uh, pretty much the rest of his schedule minus San Francisco one time. And I say that as he had his best game, 26.6 points against San Francisco. They got a good schedule, and I think he, you can kind of confidently plug him in there uh, in some, like, you know, start 10, start 11 legs, or really even less, truthfully. Um, moving on to Eagles at Jets. Who do you have, Jerry? I mean, it's got to be the guy you have, Devonta Smith. I mean, I talked about Mike Evans earlier in my redraft league. You know, I've got Devonta Smith in that league too. So the first two weeks, everything was looking good. Mike Evans was scoring. Devonta Smith was scoring. I was 3-0 and and everything was cooking. And the last two weeks, guess what's happened, Kevin? I've gotten crapped on because yep. they don't do anything. And it's upsetting. I mean, getting a lot of the looks. I just need some points, man. So, yeah, I, I wrote Devontae Smith on here, and it, it's tough. And this is more of a – he's a stud, but also as, you know, uh, what I, do I have written in here? I thought, yeah, player profile has player profiler has him as wide receiver nine in Dynasty. So I just like the expectation there, and, and I just kind of wanted to bring this up when I was writing them down. Like, there's a lot of great wide receiver twos, Jalen Waddle, T. Higgins, Devontae Smith, to, you know, the obvious ones. Yeah, You're just never going to get consistency when they're not the guy. And, you know, going back to a couple games ago, A.J. Brown was freaking out on the sideline. What does that do is then, you know, you basically, he is the best receiver there by a lot. Um, you know, Devontae Smith is incredible, but A.J. Brown is otherworldly. It then requires you to get feed him the ball. And then after that, basically, to be honest with you, as an Eagles fan, the whole offense has, has stuttered for that because I think they've been force-feeding A.J., they haven't been just like, you know, going where, you know, the, the options take you, essentially. Because, uh, you know, Devontae was incredible the first two weeks. Had a touchdown. You know, he had uh, 17 points and then 24 points. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, this is incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, they absolutely blitzed Tampa Bay. And then Washington had another solid week. And then he's been pretty much horrific the last uh, two weeks. And he even had 11 targets last week. He actually had one of the worst drops I've ever seen him. Even, you know, came clean yeah, on that. Bad. I was like, I don't know what happened there. It was, it was really bad. Um, but I'm just a little worried about him going forward. Um, talk talk well, about your team in general. Just, sure. There's a lot There's a lot of dynasty-relevant players on that team between Swift and Brown and Smith and right. Hertz. So uh, my hot take to begin the year was DeAndre Swift basically – uh, reestablish himself as an RB one in dynasty, which as an older guy, I thought was a little kind of risky, but he's kind of proven me right. Uh, he's right now, I think ranked as like the, you know, the right, like just for projection wise, like the third best running back this week with some bye weeks happening. Um, he's been incredible. He looks amazing. My thing was take the best talented guy behind the best talented line. And, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, you saw how Miles Sanders performed last year. 
And he, to be honest, I don't think he is good. I've said that before. And uh, just DeAndre Smith's been incredible. Swift has been incredible. I, I worry about injury, but I just hope that, you know the line can kind of keep them there and and where they're fine. So that you know that's always having you know as an as a Lions fan. But I feel like he's finally being used correctly. What I've been begging for for years. Um, talking about Dallas Goddard, very worried about him. If I'm a Dallas Goddard owner, I'm not thrilled about that. I just he's it's not going to be consistent. He's not really. It's hard because he's really good, but I don't think he's a really good fantasy player. He's going to have those weeks that absolutely win you a week where you're just like, holy crap, Dallas Goddard just got me 25.7 points. Um, the but targets are... You're, you you got to beat out A.J. Brown. You got to beat out Devonta Smith. And the receptions that DeAndre Swift has been getting, four targets, six yeah. targets, ten targets last yes. week. I mean, where... How, how, how big of a piece of the pie are you going to get? And they haven't been good. I mean, I don't know. If, I mean, if you people have watched a lot of Eagles, I've watched every play, and they have been horrific. Jalen Hurts has not looked comfortable all season. Um, not to throw Brian Johnson under the bus, uh, but he has been really bad and not creative like Shane Steichen. Um, so a lot of new play calling. It has not been creative. It has not been good. A.J. Brown's still getting his, but like I said, when you when you see a wide receiver one, Donovan McNabb actually talked about this, how Terrell Owens did that with him. Um when you're, you know, even though it might look fine and, you know, JJ and Jalen are best friends, it's tough because then you're like, I got you, dude. I got you. And then you then you force feed him and then it just kind of takes you out of the flow, like I mentioned earlier. And, you know, AJ's going to be phenomenal. Uh, I think that's kind of a lock, but it's just not been smooth. It's just not yeah. been smooth. Um, moving on here, we'll, 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 that's enough of the birds here, but go birds also. <laughs> uh, Giants at Bills. Uh, I have a stock down on James Cook. Um, it just, and this is even after Damian Harris, who had a very, very scary injury. Hope he is all right. Shout out to him. Um, went down, but old Latavius Murray, I believe he is the oldest active running back at 33 years old. James Cook was 14 for 71 with zero targets, zero targets. And this is where it scares me because he has Josh Allen as his quarterback. And he also has not had a goal line carry for two weeks. Latavius Murray has had 100% of those, um, especially from the running back position. Josh Allen also gets his and runs inside there. Why would you not? So to me, I just get worried about him. I will let you take it from there. You're excited about the 14 touches for 71. Like that's that's good enough. The no goal line is scary. The no pass work is scary, especially when you're a pass catching back. So yep. I, 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 I can feel you on that one. I think mine is still, even though he struggled a little bit, it is stock up on Gabriel Davis. He is not a guy that I have ever been like, oh, yeah, I love Gabe Davis, which I feel like 70% of fantasy Twitter and dynasty Twitter just, he's a super polarizing player, whatever. Yeah. I've, I've just, I've never been on the like, oh, yeah, I, this guy is going to be a difference maker. Honestly, he sort of has been. I mean, he, he wasn't good this week, but that's going to happen from time to time with everybody four straight games with a touchdown before that. I mean, that's consistency. That's Josh Allen looking for him actively in those situations. So I, I think all of those people that I just mocked, they, they should mock me. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm totally with you, actually. I, I Gabe Davis has been polarizing. You love him in best ball. You don't know what's to happen. He's actually been very consistent. And um, <laughs> during the uh, London game, he literally scored a touchdown, gets called back, 
and they're like they're like oh big play gave oh my gosh and then it gets called back they're like oh and then <laughs> next play same thing i mean they're just like they had the same call they were all laughing about it, it was a great time uh, you know like you said he didn't have a great game last week but really the giant the bills as a whole didn't so i'm not too worried about him as well he's been incredible from weeks two through five uh he's currently a wide receiver 24 touchdown in four straight weeks uh Gabe Davis to the moon, man. That's uh, I think it's definitely a very, definitely stock up for sure on him. Uh, finishing off here, this might not be long. Uh, we have Cowboys at Chargers. Who we have, Jerry? Quentin Johnston. I wow. mean, but it, it, I mean, it, I talked earlier about you want to see what people can do at their ceiling, and there's a situation where Austin Eckler has been out. Now, granted, he came back a little bit. Mike Williams is out. You've got the opportunities. And to quote the wise and noble Kevin Smith's document one more time, 0-0-0 parentheses two targets. Now, Kevin, if you have a stat line of 0-0-0, do you know how many points you scored? It's motherfucking zero. And motherfucking zero does not help me at all. So you don't get points for targets? No, you do not. It, it Listen, don't get that. Don't let Scott Fish hear you. That might change Scott Fish all next year. <laughs> But zero points doesn't do anything for me. And this is a guy that was going 108. Jerry, you and I and scored and as many earlier. points as he did this week. That's true. And I yeah. I mean, we're not on YouTube right now. But if you've ever seen me on YouTube, you know I am not built for the NFL. I'm not built for a flag football league of 15-year-olds. Zero, zero, zero. Like, like I, I was worried that it could be bad. This is exponentially worse than I thought it was going to be. Like, I thought we could still get four for 49. Yeah. You know, three right. for 61. I could get a I could get a big play. I'm just not going to get anything consistent. This is so much worse than everything Corey Davis ever did to me in the, the universe of disappointment. This is worse than Sterling Shepard levels of disappointment. This is Corey Coleman wow. level disappointment. Wow. wow. Josh wow. Doxton wow. disappointment. Jalen Rager disappointment levels. Oof. You don't want to be mentioned in the same breath as those guys no. you just listed there, Jerry. No. It's uh it's definitely Jalen Rager vibes being picked over Justin Jefferson, uh, you know, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison over him. Um, it's just yeah, I mean that's obviously my guy. The the, the I'll just say this because you I can't say it any better than you just said it. The worst part for me is this is right after the bye week. You know, it's not like Mike Williams just got hurt. Hey, let's throw you in here. You're a rookie. They had a whole extra week to throw him in there. And it, it, I mean, like I said, the, the target competition with, you know, they really still like Josh Palmer. Sure. Keenan Allen's a stud. Sure. I just, the whole bye week, like, what, like, what were you doing? And like, and just, you just watch him. And the, I saw clips online where he basically ducks his head down to make him uh, look like he runs faster. I, I think, or the, was it Plexico Burst? I might got that wrong. There was a there was a player like in that era that basically would do the same thing. Oh, it was uh, Kenny Galladay. Sorry, it was Kenny Galladay who just basically oh, right. would duck his head down like a like a dude, like putting his arms out like an airplane to like, go fast. It's just like, dude, you're not tricking anybody. Um, and shout out to the player profiler all off season, Quentin Johnson. Uh, hey, uh, shout out Matt Kelly for that. You boys uh, might have hit that one again. Uh, that being said, that's the show, man. That was a good one too. That was a great one. I'm 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 honored to be here as a host, guest host. I mean, guest co-host, whatever you want to call it. It's nice to be on this side. I've enjoying it. Um, 
shout out to find your window of doom i know absolutely so shout out to randy he's out in vegas he's living his best life he's going to having a great vacation with the wife and the missus i think he's probably done too having a good time so shout out to him thanks for letting us do the show and trusting us while like as he said dad's not home this could just go off the rails we could have recorded a four-hour show if we wanted he would have been fine with it well it does have to be done by a certain time i got to get into john but anyway uh as just to kind of wrap things up here subscribe on our youtube like i said earlier both uh player profiler and the dynasty war zone youtube channels um also subscribe both on the audio feed whichever you get your podcast apple spotify etc uh and don't forget to support us uh patreon.com slash the dynasty war zone as memphis always says it keeps the lights on got to keep those lights on you know just basically just gets rid of the uh, the day-to-day operations for jerry and, and memphis and uh, I'm just here because I enjoy it. And I love Dynasty and I just love content. And I enjoy these Maybe two boys too. here. So, yeah, no doubt. It's a good time. Uh, can't beat it talking on a... Well, it's a Wednesday night when we're recording this. We are throwing this out uh, at midnight on the audio and it'll be 5 p.m. on Thursday. So this is not live. You're <laughs> getting to this point. This is not live. Um, once again, you know, those are five-star reviews. You know, call it, uh, follow us on the social media. I'm just doing all our, you know, all my checklist stuff over here uh, at Dynasty Warzone on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Uh, Jerry, you got anything else for us here? Nope. Um, just make moves, man. I mean, that's all. That's all you can do. Do you know what? If you're a contender and you need to move up around and you need to get Alexander <laughs> Madison, I, I'm not mad at you if you got to do that. And if and if you're one and five and you got to get some picks to do that. By all means, listen, it's a big week for me, a big weekend, I should say. Uh, Michigan State is going to get absolutely clobbered by Michigan, and I will be so sad on Saturday. Wow. Um, And then Sunday, the Lions have Baltimore. So if we lose that game, it is going to be a rough rough week for Jerry, which I'll understand if the Lions lose to Baltimore, don't get me wrong, but compounded with the absolute obliteration that we are going to get for the Battle of the Paul Bunyan Trophy on Saturday. Uh, I will be a very sad guy. Well, if I, I so if I'm a, not here uh, next week, just know I'm curled up in the fetal position in the corner of my room somewhere. Don't worry, everybody. We, uh, Memphis and I will definitely check in on Jerry, do some wellness checks, make sure he is all right. If you don't see him and you see me or any other of the amazing get, co-host guests that Memphis has, we'll check, we'll reach out to Jerry, make sure he's all right. Hopefully go Lions. Uh, they're looking strong in this so far this year. Everybody, good luck this week, man. It's uh, We're in a crucial part of the season right in the middle of the year uh this is uh when when people win or lose championships like jerry said go get those guys that win you some titles don't be afraid just go make some moves uh that being said have a great week everybody peace out when we add up all those inches that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing We won a game yesterday, and if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak. Peace out, everybody. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show.